with a thousand things on our to-do lists, a lot of us are doing life on constant autopilot, forgetting to care for ourselves, feeling overwhelmed and frustrated with the way things are. I strive to help you, the everyday woman, to stop and to embrace the power of effective self-care in order to reduce overwhelm and anxiety and find fulfillment in your everyday life. I'm Sarah Miller, and I'm here to help you stop going through the motions and start being the happiest and healthiest version of you, all by caring for yourself like someone worth caring for. Join me for conversations about self-care, wellness, mindfulness, and so much more that will help you find your own self-care lifestyle. I'm Sarah, and you're listening to the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I am here with Diana Ballard from the Mom Training Podcast, as well as the her Mom Training um, membership. Is that yeah. how you describe it? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to have her here. She's a mom of four and is super passionate about helping moms learn the skill sets and strategies that they need to be the be- their best selves. And I think that some of this, um, I know I've got like a mixture of moms and not moms that listen to me. So I really think that this episode can be really powerful for both of those groups of people. Any any woman I think can benefit from this. So I'm really excited to dive in. Um, Diana, do you want to take a second and introduce yourself? Say hi, all that. Yeah, I'd love to. Hey guys, my name is Diana Ballard. I am a mom of four. We have a bunch of chickens and a big 150 pound dog. We love it. We love to travel, married to my best friend. We've done lots of really fun things in life. And um, I, I seriously am like just so passionate right now about helping mothers become the best, their best selves in and outside the home. And I'm just really happy to be here. This is it's, I'm excited for this conversation. Me too. And you're, you're going to have to take a second and tell us about your dog because we're all <laughs> huge dog fans around here. So, so I have a, a land seer, Newfoundland. Okay. And so she's a black and white Newfoundland. So it's a little more rare. Usually they're one color, but she's like kind of like a cow looking. She's black and white spotted. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually small for her size. 150 pounds is small. Uh, males are usually 250 oh up my to gosh. 300. They're humongous. So yeah, we actually got her for free, which was <laughs> amazing. They're usually very expensive dogs, but someone gave them to a, gave her to us. And she's just the best thing in the world. She's the best dog. I love it. Uh, in my, in my past life, I was in animal welfare and I have an 80 pound rescue pit mix. Um, so, and I thought he was big, not so much, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyway, I guess, um, so we're really focusing in, focusing in on that routine and organization today to like support yourself. So how did you get into this? How did you, what is your story? How did you get so passionate about helping moms with this? Well, it it really started because I first wanted to be a dreamer. I wanted to travel the world and I decided that I was just going to jump into it. So I bought myself a one-way ticket to Europe by myself and I just left. Okay. On leap year of 2012. Okay. It was my leap of faith. We're going to just jump right into this thing. Long story short, that trip showed me every single place I sucked at. It showed me that I had sucked at money management, at planning, at any type of strategy stuff. <laughs> like that, that logistical side of the brain, like 
was, I mean, I'm sure it was there. Cause like, I love math and stuff, but like, I had not practiced any of those skills of planning routine, mm-hmm. organizing, anything like that. I was really creative and spontaneous, like at that time. And so when I went on that trip, I ran out of money. I was homeless on the street for, you know, nights on end and sleeping on random people's floors. And I mean, it was just, and it like rocked my boat. Like it was like, man, <laughs> this was not a fun experience. And so when I came back from that trip, I was determined to never have something like that happen to me again. So I sat down and I wrote out my skills that I like really needed to work on, which I think it was like six or seven. And I just dove headfirst into that. So that's kind of where like the passion started. And then, you know, as, as that was kind of growing, I wanted to become a mom. Eventually I was 25 at the time. I wanted to become a mom eventually. And I, so I realized that in order for me to prevent pain and motherhood also that I had felt from that trip, I needed to really dive in to figure out what kind of skill sets I needed to be successful in my home. So that's where mm-hmm. I started interviewing um, moms. Just, I was in their home with pen and paper, like hundreds of moms, just anyone that would talk to me, tell me what you do. How do you do this? And I found out that the moms that struggled less had different skill sets and mindsets than the moms that struggled more. And one of the main consistent uh, skill sets was routine and organization. And so that's kind of where I really like dug in because I was like, this is one that's so important for me to learn so that I can be able to like run a household efficiently. So that's kind of where I got started. And then just over time, it's just become almost like one of my favorite things to do is try to figure out how to fit things in and kind of pulls in my creativity of how can I take something I want and, and really like, you know, make it whatever I want to, you know, and make Mm -hmm. something possible. So that's kind of where my passion is with routine and organization. And it's probably my favorite topic to talk or teach about. I love that. And I, I totally get that piece of that, like, just wanting to like systematize, like that is something that I have always leaned into, but yeah, I mean, what a story to like kick off. Wow. I'm, I'm just, wow. I feel like that, like the reason that moment was so influential to me was because it hurt really bad. Yeah. It like sucked really bad. And like, I feel like those moments are really like when you get to a point where you're sick, like you're sick of you know, things hurting enough. And you're like, I'm, I'm done with like not being good at something. Mm -hmm. Like those are the moments that really help you change and become, and I don't know, like learn to love your life more because you're actually determined to create it. Yeah. Kind of that, like almost rock bottom moment where that just, it triggers something, um, in, in you to just drive forward and not experience that ever again. Um, so with that, let's talk about like, how did you start learning about these things with the, I mean, I know you talked about talking to these, these moms about the systems they put into place and how they've supported you, but maybe let's get real logistical. Let's talk about those systems and how you apply them to your life, both as a mother and as a woman and how that helps you feel more balanced and less overwhelmed and just like you can get your shit together. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, totally. Well, I think you really hit something on the head there of like, you know, how do you pull it into your own life? How do you, you know, take what you've learned from other people and apply it? 
And that, that is one of the, the things that I absolutely love the most about research and asking questions and really getting in and getting to know somebody and how they do things and what mm-hmm. makes them tick. Because it's not necessarily that their system is a hundred percent going to fit for your life, but it's what their system inspires your own mind to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and that's, that's part of why we have, um, you know, we, we have mom training that we do workshops twice a month because yeah. it's not necessarily that this person's going to give you every single answer, but what it's, what it's doing is it's continual learning to help inspire you to be better in your life and have something spark you to the next thing, to the next thing of building your life and building your life. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important to be constantly learning in whatever area you want to become good at. If you're, if you're not good at your job, then focus on the stuff that's going to help you be good at your job. If you're not, you feel like you want to get better in motherhood, then you you need to learn from people that are teaching different systems and strategies in motherhood. If you want to get better at being a, you know, I don't know, an an artist, then you need to learn, you know, these skill sets and strategies from an artist. Right. So it's, it's so important to realize that your life you can create by being inspired by other people. Uh, and that I, I feel that that is an innate gift that we have, that we can hear something from someone and like, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know, 20% of it actually comes through and you're like, this is exactly what I'm going to do, right? This is what I'm going to mm-hmm. do for me. Um, so, yeah. So when I started going into those homes and talking to all those moms in the beginning, and I still, I still interview people today, I'm, I'm constantly researching. I have my list of expert moms that I, that I reach out to all the time, which has been great. Cause I've actually started pulling them in so other people can be there in, in the research process, which is amazing. Yeah. But, um, it's, you know, we have to constantly be looking for different ways. And I, I hate being locked in a box. I can't stand it. I, I, I don't know if I'm like claustrophobic in the fact of like, I don't like life boxing me in, but if I feel boxed in, man, I'm fighting. I mean, I'm throwing elbows, not really, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I am not staying in here. Like if I'm feeling like I can't do anything or I have so much resistance in something, there has to be another way. And that's where the interviewing comes in. That's where asking questions comes in. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I believe that, that people don't ask as many questions because they're afraid, oh, someone will think I'm, I'm not good at something or yeah. they might think I'm annoying asking questions, whatever, but it really is important to, to our own self-care, to our own, you know, process of who we want to become that we continually ask questions and have different options. So we have different directions to go. And I think that's, that helps get rid of a lot of anxiety and depression mm-hmm. because we actually feel like we're controlling our life. Yeah. I love that piece of um, that asking questions being hard and being like, I don't want to be judged for not just knowing this magically, but no, no one just knows they've learned from somebody they've learned from research. They've learned, I mean, they've asked questions to learn, um, as a newer mom, that's something I definitely struggled with. And especially as a mom on the younger side of things where I was so afraid of being judged by asking questions, especially from moms that 
maybe I didn't know as well because frankly, most of the moms in my life that were not like my mother or my mother-in-law moms that were relatively in the same generation were still older than me because, you know, I'll be 25 in March. So that gives you an idea. Um, But opening yourself up to asking questions, to being vulnerable in that sense, sets you up to actually learn, but also to build these relationships and have those connections that support you through life. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it, I mean, what it really comes down to is, is being able to make your own mind right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like there's a right or wrong for exactly how you need to think, but the, the art of being able to organize your mind is going to give you so much power. I mean, and, and not only power, but peace, like it's really going to help you, uh, create that clarity in your life that you need to be able to like pinpoint anything right? And it's that clarity that's going to bring you the peace and, and fight off anxiety and depression. It's going to be the clarity that's going to help you make the, the detailed plan to be able to create that routine and organize your life. Um, yeah. It's, you know, your brain work is, is, is so important. And I, it's really been clicking to, to me lately that, you know, you hear people that are like, oh yeah, like the, the, two or 1% of people, like they think differently. And you're like, okay, well, how do I need to think of that? I, I realize now that it's it's way more than what I ever expected. Mm-hmm. It's more than just it being like, oh, they they think different about money. They think no, they think different about possibilities. They think different about themselves. They think different about showing up boldly into some place. You know, it's like, man, there's a lot more to the way that we think than I ever imagined, right? So it's just so important for us to to really, you know, practice our, our thoughts and our, our mindsets and organizing the way that we, you know, are intentional with our, with our actions, right? Like every day. So it's, it's just, our, our mind is, is super important for any type of logistics, any type of systems and organizing and routine. Mm -hmm. It all first starts in your mind. So organizing your mind, what does that mean to you? Yeah. Well, first I'd say it's one step at a time. So if you've never practiced organizing your mind before, like don't trip, like you can, you can totally, you can totally catch up with yourself, right. Of, of where you want to be of like, man, I wish I could just be so clear and make Mm -hmm. actions and move forward. Well, it's just one step at a time. And so definitely I would say your first step is to knowing what's important to you and how to honor it. Now, the way that you know, that is that you, you kind of think about where, where have I spent most of my time, right? Mm-hmm. What, what do I do on a normal basis for me? It's like service. I, you know, my family, I worked at a fam- my family business for nine years when I definitely could have done something else with my skill sets and my time, but I was there, I was loyal, like, right. So those are things that are so important to me. So family is something very important to me. So, and so then if I know that, you know, then, okay, how do I honor it? And you honor it by making sure it's in your schedule. What does that look like to you? Right. How do you, how do you make sure you're honoring like a, B and C and X, Y, and Z on a weekly to a monthly basis that you're making sure you're hitting those mile marks for you. And that's actually going to help you prevent a lot of like sadness and a lot of like, Oh my gosh, am I doing enough? Because you've actually figured out what's important and you're actually planning it in your schedule. So you know, you have to have those mile markers. You have to have those things that are, okay, this means I'm doing a good job. Okay. If that means 
spending time with your husband a certain amount of times a week or going on a date or making love a couple times a week or, you know, reading to your kids before you go to bed or having that alone time to yourself or reaching out to somebody to help them, whatever that means. Like, okay, if I do this on, you know, on a weekly basis and I hit these three things, then I'm doing a good job. No matter what else, my houses could be a mess. Mm -hmm. You know, I could be struggling with my own self-care for a second, but I've hit these things and it's going to make me feel good inside. Um, and then the next thing is making space for your brain. And that, that is something that takes effort to be able to realize, okay, what does that actually look like? It might actually look like, okay, I need to be in bed in an hour and a half. The kitchen needs to be done, or I'm going to sit down and do my journaling. That's actually going to put my mind in the right place. Right. So being able to make a decision then of saying, I need some space for my brain, I'm going to choose to do my journaling or I'm going to choose to do the dishes for 15 minutes and whatever I get done, which by the way, when I ever, whenever I say I'm going to do the dishes for 15 minutes, I always end up finishing the dishes. <laughs> I'm just going to say, you know, cause you like, I got to do this really fast. And all of a sudden, like they got done a lot faster than if mm-hmm. I would have not set a timer. Right. But, um, you know, just making space for your brain. I think that is such a, such an important, you know, thing to, to work on for sure. Yeah, there, there's some kind of law around that, that however much time you give a task is how fast you'll complete it. Um, but I'd love to touch back on that, your your list of your like checkpoints. Is this something that you like physically track in some way? Do you like do habit tracking or is this something that's more of like a mental checklist? Is it something you're running through your head throughout the day? How do you use this like list of, enough, I guess like an enough list, um, to structure your day. Well, first I'll share a couple of my like mile markers that I, that I have that, that when I get to an end of a week, I'm like, okay, we rocked this. Okay. I'm good. You know? (laughs) Um, because I mean, there's a lot of things we fall short as, as moms, um, Mm -hmm. and just people in general. Like, I mean, there's lots of things that we can, uh, forget about, but so for me, it's, I, I don't like going out to eat more than once or twice a week. I mean, twice, twice is I start feeling bad about myself. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, once I'm like, <clears throat> we're good. So actually I would say probably my mile marker is one, like once mm-hmm. we can go out to eat one, one time a week, that could be me and the kids going out. Like we, we don't really go out as a family often, but it's usually me and the kids out rushing around. We're going to yeah. go out to eat. If I hit number two, then I'm like, oh gosh, I'm spending money and I'm feeding my kids fast food. I, that ain't, that ain't good for me, right? (laughs) That's not good for my mental, my mental work, my mental capacity. Okay. So that's an example of one. Another one is, is making love with my husband two to three times a week. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love the two to three because I'm like, if I hit two, I'm good. Okay. If we get three, it's like a bonus. Okay. (laughs) So that's another one for me that I'm spending enough quality time with my husband. I'm making him feel like a priority. I'm making mm-hmm. him a priority and, and that's important to me along with a date a week. We always do a date every week, <clears throat> excuse me. And that can either be that we get a babysitter a couple of times a month, or we stay in and we do something else, or we might even do like a family date, but we're making sure that we plan something together once mm-hmm. a week. That's, that's fun. Okay. And then something like for my kids is making sure that I read them books every night. Now that is something that is like, oh, well, what about all the 500 other things you should be doing with your kids? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, you should be doing this and this and this and this. No, 
I read them books every night. And that is what my mile marker is because I'm sitting down, I'm spending like 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how long, you know, sitting on the couch in their room with the the three older ones. And we're sitting and, and I'm spending time reading them a book. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're snuggling. We're doing, those are things that are mile markers for me that are important, that are important to them. And so if, you know, they watch a little extra TV one day, you know, I can pull back and have them not watch TV the next day, different things like that. These are just different mile markers that I can set for myself that makes me feel fulfilled at the end of the week. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, and that, that has taken time and I, a lot of those I've created years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I don't always have to be marking them off, but it definitely helps, uh, being able to do a mom date a week, which sometimes I forget, or I put off because things are busy, especially with my business really growing right now. I have not done my mom date, but I also haven't been as happy because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an introvert at heart. Okay. I don't sound like an introvert. I'm definitely very extrovert at the same time, but alone <laughs> time for me is like my favorite thing in the world. Like go, I'm going to go to, go, you know, I'm, I'm going out by myself. That is like the best thing for me in the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's definitely, you know, you can have your charts and I definitely have my charts. The times when I'm maybe not as organized, then those are my, some of my mile markers that I have at the end of the week that I'm like, I did a good job because I did this, you know, and they're yeah. simple, but they're potent. You know, that's the most important thing is you find your mile markers that are potent. Like I, I rocked this because I did this and I know that it's important to me and, and, th- and that's how I do it. I love that. That is such a good starting place. So if you were, if you came across a mom who is looking to start integrating that, that mile, I think that mile marker concept is so powerful. It's just such a like tactical way to start organizing, organizing your life, organizing your brain. Um, if there was a mom who's like ready to dive into that, to really start setting those clear mile markers, how would you suggest she get started? Okay. We're going to keep it super simple. I would highly recommend just sitting down literally for five minutes, give yourself five minutes of brain space. And in that five minutes, you make some topics on your page. I mean, scribble this thing. It doesn't have to be pretty nothing. Make some topics on your page of areas that you have that you either feel guilt in or that you feel like you're not doing enough. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, work, you know, relationship with my husband, kids, my self-care, whatever. And you write down some tasks that, man, like I, I would like to do this, or these are things that I do on a regular basis, but sometimes forget, like, what do I keep coming back to that? I'm like, Oh man, I really wish I need to do this or, you know, things like that. Just jot a list down under each one of those topics and then be able to look at those and kind of just analyze for a second, which one in each of these topics would make me feel fulfilled and really using your inspiration, like let your intuition really kind of get in there and trust Mm -hmm. yourself and, and experiment with those little mile markers and say, you know, I'm going to focus on, on these things right here and realize that, that if I hit these things then it's enough, like are we perfect with it? No. Are there times when I don't read them books at night? Yeah. Like we're getting home late and stuff. I'm like, sorry, you stay up and watch the movie. That was book time. Sorry. You know, and you know, every once in a while, stuff like that, that doesn't phase me. Right. So just being able to figure out, have kind of a little bit of an idea of what like different areas you struggle in or need fulfillment in. 
And then Mm -hmm. being able to see what kind of actions you take, which ones you need to take more, and maybe just circle one from each one, one from each, you know, topic and kind of focus on those and try to make those a priority because you can't do 5 million things, right? But you can try to do one thing in one area. When you're, when it's time to focus on one thing, you focus on that one thing in that one area and move on to the next. You focus on that one thing in one area to help you feel fulfillment, because that's really what, what life is about is being able to enjoy what you're doing, love yourself, love what you're doing, trust yourself. And, and then, you know, making sure that you're fighting off any type of distraction that's trying to keep you from whatever makes you feel fulfilled, you know, procrastination, whatever like that, like just get your stuff done. That's going to, that's going to hit that marker for you. And you'll start to get a taste of what it feels like. And you won't want to go back because you're like, (laughs) no, hold up. Like I am, I'm enjoying this right now. Like I am not, I can't, I can't put my time over here again, going back to the, I'm done with the pain stuff of feeling guilty or, or that I'm not having what I, you know, want or reaching my potential. Like I'm done with that. Like I'm ready Mm -hmm. to to take it to another level. And that's really what those mile markers do is they help you hit those points. So you can gain confidence and, and keep building your self-care and, and your, your love of yourself and life. I love that so much. So two final questions for you. If you had to pick one form of self-care bonus points, if it's like not something that people would typically think of as self-care, that is something that is so core to your needs. So key to your needs. Um, <laughs> what would it be? Hey, I love that question. Cause I'm totally a weirdo. I'm just going to say that right now. Like some things like, to, and I, I'm not going to get weird on your show right now. What I'm saying <laughs> is what I'm saying is some of the things I feel in my bucket when you brought that up. So one, I'm going to share to you real quick. Okay. One is I love going out to dinner by myself. And I can't tell you how many times I've had my dinners paid for by other people around me. Cause they think that I'm like sad and out by myself. Like, Oh my gosh, that poor girl. I mean, and I'm like, Hey, thanks for paying for my meal. But you know, that just made my night even better, you know, but I, I love going out by myself and just sitting there with my journal and enjoying the nice meal in like a loud music atmosphere with good lighting and, mm-hmm. and just being by myself to chill. I, you know, usually go to like sushi or something. So it's like kind of fancy ish, you know, I dress up and I feel nice and I love going out by myself. So that's probably my number one that I do all the time. <clears throat> so my weird one is that I love to tease my husband and that, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, just weird things. And it's always when he's trying to go to sleep. So it's, you know, just like, I don't know, just, being funny and and laughing a bunch and pinching his behind, like just stuff like that. (laughs) That stuff really fills my bucket when I can just let loose and just be myself and be this silly and, and act things out and do weird things. And he's like, you are ridiculous. And I'm like, Oh, you know, like stuff like that. Like, I feel like that's a piece of me that I, I need to let out more too. just like the fun spirited, you know, which is, you know, fills my bucket to like, be that, you know, carefree loving. And I, and I don't let myself do that as much as I need to, but that definitely is one of my self-care things that, you know, when me and my husband go to bed, like after laughing for like 20 minutes of like things that I'm doing or, you know, pushing him out of the bed or pulling all the blankets off or things like that, just, just having fun. I would say it's probably another form of self-care 
for me, um, for sure. Yeah. Just kind of letting out that inner child. I can (laughs) definitely relate to that. Um, I can, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely somebody who struggles with that, like being too serious and not letting that happen often enough. I just feel like, oh, I have to be productive, productive, productive. And just, but that's such a good point and something that is now front of mind for me in my self-care list. Um, awesome. So thank you for sharing that. So before we go, please share with, with my audience where they can find you um, if they want to get to know you more and see what you've got to offer. Totally. So my website is dianaballard.com podcast, the mom training podcast on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Diana Ballard live and TikTok. It's on at mom training. Um, and then if you really want to come and hang out with me, definitely come hang out with me in mom training, because it's actually the platform that I interview people that, I mean, are mind blowing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, our last, our last mom training that we had was with a mom of nine children that is so freaking organized her meals. She plans out a whole month of meals. She, you know, has budgets out for her whole kids. All of her kids are like, Oh, we have this much money. Like we could get, we could get this many pizzas this many times a month. And I mean, it's just the stuff that she organizes is absolutely insane. So like, these are the type of people that we bring into mom training that I, I am interviewing. So it's like, it's, it's all of us moms that are in the mom training membership that come in and we all get to experience being in the interview and like, they get to ask questions and do things like that. That's probably my favorite place to be. Um, and so, yeah, like, and I'll say right now, if any of your listeners wanted to reach out to me, like I'll totally hook them up with like a, like a month of mom training. They can totally try it out if they want. Um, I don't do that for everybody. I'm just going to say like, I, I love your message about the self-care lifestyle. Like I, so like totally just message me, like totally hook them up with that. I would, I would love to, to share that because I think it's really important. I think it's really important for people to have continued education in whatever area. And if their mom is definitely wanting to get better at that, this is, this is the place to be mom training is the place to be for them. Um, but yeah, so that's where they can find me. I, I love what I do. I love, I love my family and my life. And I'm just so grateful to be on this podcast today. So thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Diana. And that is so nice of you. Um, to offer that free mom training month. That's amazing. I will be sure to link all of the, all of that in the show notes. So you guys can check her out and thank you so much for being on with me today. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before you go, be sure to grab my free own your self-care starter kit by visiting the selfcare.life slash own your self-care. This kit is specially designed to help you identify what kind of self-care will work best for you. That way you can start developing your own self-care lifestyle. If you'd like to stay connected, find me on Instagram at Sarah Strives or on TikTok at The Self-Care Lifestyle. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk at you again soon.